you've tuned into the Hustle Grindset Podcast, the show that's all about hustling, making that cash, and taking it to the bank and depositing it, because that's what you do with cash. On today's show, we've got a very special presentation. We're going to be teaching you how you can actually work in your sleep. We have a working in your sleep specialist who's going to be coming on uh, coming on the mic, coming on the podcast here in a second. And we're just so pumped up for that. And before we get into that, though, uh, we're just going to list all the names uh, of money. So, of course, you have money. Of course, you have cash, uh, some more, uh, probably cheddar, cheddar cheese, uh, skrilla. Um, and that's about all I got. But luckily, this isn't the Hustle Grindset podcast. In fact, this is the Photography Friends podcast. And I'm your photographer, Jared Poirier. And I have a very wonderful episode in store for all of you today. It's a solo episode. We don't have a guest. I thought uh, we'd just give you guys a good old-fashioned episode of uh, Photography Friends, uh, just with yours truly on the mic. And uh, I've been hustling hard, to be honest with you guys. (laughs) Um, Everything except for working in my sleep. I've been doing a lot of photo shoots, uh, did some pretty exciting work uh, at the Rivoli, or the Rivoli, I'm not sure how you actually pronounce that. I'll ask them next time that I'm there. I've been shooting a concert series. Uh, It's actually happening every Thursday uh, around like 8 o'clock at the, we'll say Rivoli for now, (laughs) on uh, Queen Street West. Uh, So if you guys want to come check out some rock and roll, you can do that. Uh, And I'll be taking some photos because that's what I do. Today, we are going to be talking about uh, hustling. We are going to be talking about that grind set in a way uh, because we're going to be talking about starting a photography business. I'm going to give you some tips on how you can turn your passion for photography into a business, uh, which I think a lot of people might want to do. You know, Uh, if you love photography, it couldn't hurt to make a little bit of moolah doing it as well. Uh, So we're going to do that. But before we can do that, we need to thank our sponsor, which is, of course, CloudSpot. It's the easiest way for photographers to deliver and sell their photos online. You can experience beautiful galleries, grammar proof, image downloads, and custom storefront for sales. <laughs> Check out the link in the description. I don't know why I forgot to put the the S on the end of that one. Uh, but if you click that link, you can get 50% off of CloudSpot. And uh, it's just, uh, it's an amazing platform, guys. I honestly think that if you're a photographer, if you start using this, uh, you're going to wonder how you ever did without CloudSpot. So, uh, that's about all that I have to tell you guys in terms of sponsorship, but I do have to give you guys a disclaimer here. I'm going to give you some advice on starting a business. It's going to be uh, pretty broad, but you know, uh, there's going to be particular different rules and uh you know, taxes and all of that when it comes to setting up a business somewhere else. So this is just going to be my experience setting up a business in, in Ontario. And please don't take any of this as like legal advice on how to start a business. I'm purely just 
sharing some tips on, you know, some things that worked for me in terms of starting my photography business uh, in Ontario. So I've been doing a uh, full-time business for, you know, about five years, probably five, six years, really focusing on like photography and video probably in like the last three years. And I'd say like getting very photography focused maybe in like the last two years. Uh, the reason why I got into business in the first place, I think that it was always in my blood to do so. Uh, my dad owned a business, my grandpa owned a business. Uh, my sister, Sarah, is a uh, realtor in London, Ontario. So I think that that was something that I was always bound to do at one point or another was uh, start a business. So I always, I always loved creating art of one form or another, like whether that was just like drawing or painting, uh, that was always something that I was into ever since I was a little kid, um, playing music as well. The thing that really triggered me to to do like the video and photography stuff, well, one, I was just super interested in it. You know, I learned uh, video and photography basically just so that I could do what I'm doing right now, <laughs> which is make YouTube videos. Uh, but then I was like, you know, I also just know how cameras work now, so uh, people will pay you to do that. But enough of blabbering on, you know, about my personal life story. What are you guys here for? You're here for some tips on starting a business and actually making money off of photography. So one thing that you're going to want to do is register uh, your business with the government. Here in Ontario, you have to get like a business number. And if you make more than 30000 in a year, you also need to go ahead and register for an HST number and start charging people HST. Uh, the next thing that you're going to need to do is buy some gear, right? Like, obviously, you're not going to be able to be a photographer with no gear whatsoever. When I started out, like, I used uh, the 6D Mark II kind of, uh, you know, pro, pro DSLR. Uh, I find these days, now that I have my A7 IV and my mirrorless camera... I'm really loving it. Uh, I think that it does like justify the the price of what I'm charging and things like that. But I don't know. You don't need to go absolutely crazy uh, when you're just buying a camera for for starting to shoot, right? For starting to charge a bit of money and uh, and build that portfolio. You know, something like a Canon DSLR, uh, even like an entry level like Sony mirrorless. You know, maybe you want to spend like two thousand dollars somewhere uh, in that ballpark. If there's something that you're going to use every single day, like a camera and lens combo, you definitely need to buy that. You can rent some stuff, you know, especially here in Toronto, there's uh, a lot of opportunities to rent camera gear, maybe in the place that you live, that's not necessarily the case, right? But I think no matter what, you should, you should own something. You should own the gear that you're going to use the most often. Uh, when it comes to like some extra lighting and like audio equipment and stuff, like if you want to get into video, maybe you need audio, maybe you need uh, a gimbal, like a lapel mic or, you know, all these different things. Uh, it's possible that you don't need to buy these outright though. You know what I mean? Like you can probably rent them sometimes or even borrow them from a friend, uh, a friend that trusts you very much to lend you their camera gear. Uh, another thing that you definitely want to consider, the target demo. 
for your business, right? Like, okay, so you've decided, yeah, I want to do a business that's based around photography, but you know, what kind of photography are you going to do? Essentially, what are you going to shoot and who are you going to shoot it for, right? And yeah, there's going to be some random gigs that come up, something that you didn't uh, necessarily expect, like someone wants pictures of their grandpa or someone wants pictures of their dog or someone wants pictures of their grandpa's dog. But, uh, you know, generally you want to have a target demo. Like for me, probably the biggest thing that I shoot is real estate. And, you know, increasingly I'm doing a lot of uh, food and beverage. I'm doing a lot of restaurant stuff. Uh, I've been shooting videos and photos uh, for a very wonderful client of mine, Joe Friday. You guys should check him out. He's a, a brilliant chef, you know? So because I target those demographics, I know people within real estate. I know people within food and beverage. I know how to speak their language. I have a better idea of the services that they might need, you know, and how to structure a shoot for them and just how to work with those types of personalities, right? And if I, if I was like working uh, entirely in all these different, um, like all of these different agencies and targeting all of these different types of people, I think it would just be so much more difficult, almost impossible, right? Especially when it comes to like marketing towards them, making content for certain groups of people, you're going to get absolutely overwhelmed unless you have like a target in mind. Yeah. Something that you're actually interested in shooting and, uh, you know, something where you're targeting a group of people who have money to pay you as well, right? Like you need to make a living at this thing. <laughs> We're talking about starting a photography business here. Okay, next, I think that it's super important that you have some packages and some specific pricing for your photography business, right? For your photography services that you're providing, uh, whether that's like an hourly rate or like actual packages that you're creating where you get this many photos, you know, this long of a period, uh, this many edits or something like that. Uh, I think that's actually probably better if you if you do create packages, you might end up like working outside of your packages a little bit. That is possible, right? And kind of creating custom offers for people that does happen uh, and it's kind of inevitable. But I think when someone asks you, what is your pricing? It's, it's important that you have an answer. <laughs> uh, that's kind of all I have to say on that. Okay, so another important thing is having a website and having a good, relevant portfolio on that website, right? If all of your photos are just of completely random things or like landscape photography and you're trying to target like concert photography, it's probably not going to work out for you, right? So you need to develop that really good portfolio. And a lot of people just have like an Instagram and I think that's fine. I think it's great to have an Instagram. It's a great place to get discovered. Quite a few people still use Instagram, obviously. But I think a really good tailored portfolio is a super important thing to have. I feel like I'm about to break into like a, a Squarespace ad, but but I'm not. <laughs> they're, they're not sponsoring the podcast, guys, but, but check out CloudSpot. But yeah, uh, you definitely need to have that relevant portfolio and... If you don't have it, uh, one way to do it is start, I don't know, shooting for super cheap or free if you have to in order to get a portfolio. I find 
it's pretty unlikely that people are going to hire you unless you have like some body of work to show them. Maybe just shoot some stuff like for yourself. You can shoot stuff for like your own personal YouTube channel and stuff like that. That's also totally fine. As long as you have a portfolio that shows that you can do the work that you've done in the past, that you've delivered on projects, that you're professional, that you know what you're doing. Yeah, and that social media thing, you know, there's Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat, I don't know, uh, Twitter, uh, Reddit. There's that photographer-specific one, Vero, I think it's called. Uh, I don't use that yet. Maybe I'll get into it. There's obviously TikTok. I don't use that either. I mostly use Instagram. Obviously, I use YouTube. Uh, but I think it is very important for you to be active on social media. It shows that you're shooting. It shows that you're busy. And I find that a lot of the time when it comes to getting photography gigs, it's like a weird paradoxical thing, but people just tend to give more work to people who already have a lot of work. I find like when I'm busy, I'm just like ridiculously busy. So yeah, be active on social media, show that good work that you're producing, and that's what's going to book you some future work. And when you're first getting into the game or really at any stage in your business, referrals are the key to a lot of things. If you can get referrals, then you're basically living on easy street, my friend. So be on the lookout for those referrals. Hit people up. Anyone who you've worked for in the past, even if you've just like shot a little portrait shoot or something, you know, when you were like just starting in photography, hit them up, ask them if they have anybody else that they know of who might need a photographer, uh, especially, you know, if you have a specific target demographic, maybe you're a dog photographer, you know, like Jack Jackson that we had on. You're going to be calling people that have dogs <laughs> and ask them, hey, maybe uh, you need pictures of your dogs or maybe you know somebody who does. That's really the way to, you know, get a business off the ground and keep it off the ground uh, is through that referral thing. You know, you have to basically be doing your best work, uh, delivering every single time and people will be happy to refer you because they're going to want to help your business as well, right? Okay, and here's two more pretty specific things that I want to get into, and then I'll wrap up this episode. I'm actually uh, going to visit my friend Mark and hopefully play a little bit of music tonight, but not before I tell you guys that you need to have terms and, terms and conditions, some type of terms and conditions uh, that you are having uh, people sign or you know you can attach it to the invoice, stuff like that. There's like electronic signatures and whatnot, you know, whatever is easier, but you definitely need to have some type of agreement uh, between you and the person who's employing you to take photos. And you're gonna wanna guarantee, you know, stuff like you're gonna get paid, when you're gonna get paid. Portfolio rights is another super important thing, right? Like, again, like I was saying earlier, uh, it's super important for you to be able to show your work because that's how you're going to get future work. So you need to make sure that you're getting those portfolio rights. Yeah, basic stuff like that. Uh, you don't want to be like liable if uh, something goes wrong. And I don't know, I could get into a lot of detail on that. It would be pretty boring, but uh, you know, maybe go look it up online <laughs> or, uh, or hire an actual lawyer. That's another thing that you can do. And uh, pretty sure that I mentioned getting paid earlier. I actually met a photographer uh, at the Rivoli 
last Thursday when we were shooting, uh, actually, he was more of a videographer, but that's kind of besides the point. He told me that he had, he had actually shot a wedding, and uh, he showed me the video on his phone. It was freaking beautiful. It was a beautiful wedding video, and he said that he never got paid on it, and I was like, dude, what do you mean you didn't get paid on it? So one thing that I always tell people, if you're about to start like a photography business or video business, make sure that you get deposits. I get uh, 50% of the entire project. Anytime that I start a project, I get 50% upfront. And, you know, you're going to start accruing expenses the minute that you take on a project. That's what you have to realize, right? There's renting gear if you have to. There's Ubering around. Uh, even just like taking the TTC food that you have to get, you know, when you're on set shooting. And then if you're going to wait, what, like 30 days or two months or whatever in order to get paid, that's that's just going to be a terrible experience for you. And your business is going to start running into cash flow problems. And, and that's just never good. Yeah. And that's like, pretty much it. It's not going to be a super long episode this week, but I wanted to make sure that you guys didn't have to go an entire week without hearing my sweet buttery voice. And I appreciate you listening to the podcast. So just to sum up everything that we talked about, if you are thinking about, you know, taking photography to the next level, actually trying to make some money off of photography, some of the things that you're going to need to do Register your business with the government, wherever you are. If the place that you live doesn't have a government, it's probably kind of cool, but also, I bet it's also nuts. Uh, You're going to have to buy some gear. Don't spend crazy money, but get something that's nice enough, you know. Uh, Have a target demo. Don't just try to shoot for anybody. It's craziness. Uh, (laughs) You want to have packages. You want to have pricing. You want to have a website. You want to have a portfolio. You want to use social media. You want to get referrals. You want to have a term, terms and conditions. You want to get deposits. And those are some of the keys to actually having an excellent photography business that's going to make money and allow you to do what you love which is probably shoot photos. And uh, I'm going to go and shoot some photos in a minute here. But first, I have to tell you guys to check out this podcast on all of the social media places. So you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Mind-blowing, right? You can listen on Spotify. You can listen on Instagram. You can't actually, but you can check out photos uh, related to the podcast on Instagram and Instagram Reels. We got some good views on some of those Instagram Reels, like like 15,000 or something. It's, it's crazy, so go check out our Instagram Reels over there. Uh, something else you can check out is, of course, the sponsor for this episode, which is CloudSpot. You can get 50% off with that link and other stuff. Share this podcast with your friends. If you're a photographer, you probably have friends that are also photographers. And I would really, really appreciate it if you shared this podcast with those photography friends so that they can become photography friends of all of ours we can all be photography friends together because that's what it's all about because that's what the show's called (laughs) so yes thank you for listening uh and as always i have something random for you which this week 
is going to be um na 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 macarena i don't remember the words to the macarena i seriously can't remember i must have suppressed memories of the macarena hey macarena